dynamic voices for a diverse church. This is Pass the Mic. Greetings and God bless. Welcome to another episode of Pastor Mike, Dynamic Voices for a Diverse Church, powered by The Witness, a black Christian collective. I'm your host, Tyler Burns. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BurnsClan. Please follow at your own risk. And joining me, as always, is the founder of The Witness. He has an extensive bio. He is the man, the myth, the legend, the two-time best-selling author, the book award winner. You can find him at jamartisby.substack.com. Mr. Blue Check vilified himself, Dr. Jamar Tisby. What's going on? I was just about to say, I like the Blue Check vilified. I'm going to wear it. It's a badge of honor. <laughs> Why are you going to wear this as a badge of honor? We need to talk about this. Because it, it, it's by whom are you vilified? I think that matters. So it's these far-right Christian administrators in Christian higher ed and churches and whatnot, and speaking the truth about history, apparently, is... Uh, it could also be people judging your taste in, like, music and stuff. Oh, here so we go. Here we it go. It could also be that. So then, this is very appropriate, then, for you to call me Mr. Blue Check Vilified, because I feel vilified every time I have an opinion about a pop every culture time thing. I, no, every time I'm in the car with you, and you're it, driving. Here we go, and see? Then I can't do it. I've tried every genre Justin of Bieber music. At, at obscene levels. Man, he has a good memory. <laughs> like, <laughs> every time. I've tried every the, genre The first of music retreat we had, I will never forget. <laughs> Me and Bo are in the car, and Jamar is whipping it out of the restaurant, and skirt, he is sing—he is singing Justin Bieber so loud, y'all. It was—I need y'all to understand. I wish y'all could have been there. I wish I could have recorded wow. it. Wow. And, but here's what I appreciated about it. There was so much joy in There's it. There's no shame. Yeah. There was so much joy in you singing that um, young white man's music that <laughs> yeah, I was— <laughs> There was so Tyler's much joy. Is in all it. black. There was all so much. The I didn't say that, but there was so much joy in it. I was like, "This means a lot to me." So we're gonna have some fun today. And can I can I be vulnerable for a moment? Please do. This was sparked from a conversation that I was having with someone who I did not know, and I just met him, and we were at this retreat, and it was a group of people, and he was basically acting as one of the mentors. So. Black man, mixed company, so it's not all black retreat. And he's talking about, he's referencing something about being young and in ministry and in the spotlight and all this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, someone asked a question, it might have been me, about joy in all of this. Hmm. Now you maintain joy, and beyond that, I think I, you know, because I'm, I'm gonna do a word flip. You know, I'm good for a word flip. Uh-huh. So I, did. <laughs> so I said, how do you? Not just how do you maintain joy, but how do you create enjoyment? There it you is. <laughs> like I was create like, it. how do you maintain joy? But how do you create enjoyment? And he just very matter of factly said, well, what hobbies do you have? And I was like, yeah. That's a hard like, question, honestly. I was like, you know, that's that's really, and that's what I told him. I said, that's a hard question because I don't know if I have hobbies as much as I, he said, mm. he just shook his head. He said, wow, you need to take better care of yourself. And I was like, wow. now listen, in mixed company, that's like wow. really, that's a lot. That's bold. Okay? Uh-huh. That's like, okay, black <laughs> boomer, big, big black boomer energy <laughs> for you to say this in front of these, <laughs> in front of our friends, you know, okay, you in know. front of our allies, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't need this, okay? <laughs> but it really challenged me, and it was an important retreat, an important moment. And it committed me in that time frame to things that I enjoy and to things that I 
want to spend free time doing that aren't related to work and ministry and podcast and all that. And it's so easy to overwork that so you easy. miss the value of enjoyment. And I was having a conversation with my mentor last week and he said, yeah, he said, you cannot, he said, you cannot box out play. Yes. Like you cannot yes. leave play out of your life and those types of fun things. So we're going to talk about some things that we're enjoying. Does, does that resonate with you, by the oh, way? Does that gosh. resonate with you? Because like, I know you've been on this trip. You've been on this tip for a minute. Yeah. Jamar's a little bit older than me, by the way. <laughs> but you've been on this tip for a I minute. You still look good. And it's, I didn't say you didn't. I'm just saying, you've been on this tip for a minute, and I feel like I'm just catching up to it. Man, it, like, I know this is a fun episode, but there's something so deep and profound about what you're saying, right? Like, to me, it goes back to the fundamental issue of anti-blackness in this country is economic exploitation, where they literally forced us to work, right? And we had Capitalism. to steal, we had to steal moments of joy and create those opportunities for enjoyment um, uh, in rebellion almost to to the ways we were being exploited. And And what I've thought about a lot more lately is the legacy of that exploitation and the ways that we've internalized it, right? So um, the 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 justified push by Black women against not being the mules of society, right? right? And right. bearing all the burdens of injustice, right? Even us, as we do this justice work. There's no, it, you know, sin never sleeps, racism never sleeps. Mm -hmm. So we feel like we can never sleep. We can never stop. We, you know, I'm always writing the next book, the next blog, speaking at the next thing, right. you know, monitoring the news all of that time. And it gets really hard to answer that question. What's your hobby? What is fun for you? How do you find joy? So it is something that more and more, it's, it's not that joy is just going to find you and stumble into your path. It's right. something that we have to go out and seek and cultivate in our lives as a virtue. It's a fruit of the spirit. Hmm. Love, joy, right? Okay, come on now. Come so on anyway, now. I didn't want to get all deep, come but what now. you're saying is it is it is profoundly theological in nature, even as what we're talking about is very fun. I don't, I didn't like the movie itself in terms of everything about the movie, but one of the really striking things about The Passion of the Christ mm -hmm as a movie is when Jesus is laughing. Like when Jesus is joking, when Jesus Jesus is laughing, I'm like, mm, yep, that's that's yep, good right yep, there. Yep. Like I remember that scene. And the other stuff I'm like, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> when 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 Jesus is laughing, that that is like striking that hits to me. Different. Because it's like he would joke and yeah. I, I bet his jokes really hit. <laughs> you know you what know, I'm saying? Like they really hit. And so I've actually been shifting this <laughs> really hit. this whole idea. I was I've been shifting this whole idea from I deserve enjoyment to I need enjoyment. Mm. And I've been shifting it because I there's been a blockage in my head of um uh, which I've worked I'm working through in therapy, like the deserve part, yeah, part yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm working through that. Deserve, deserve, deserve. And then trying to get it more to I need it to flourish. Mm. And so it's helped me I to like kind of open up my mind to the fact that if I'm going to be healthy, I need certain things in my life. That's right. And That's one of right. them is play and enjoyment. There we go. So we're going to talk about some things that we're getting joy from in this season of our lives. So this is fun. So obviously we laid the theological, we laid the theological foundation. Yeah, so you can check that box. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gay little scripture. Gay little, gay little. <laughs> 
gave little little Not nourishment, completely heretical in little this spiritual one. sustenance. You know, now we're gonna have some fun, get a little dessert here. You know, <laughs> so um, we're gonna come up. I, Jamar said five things. I don't know if I don't know if I got five things. I'm still working on this, but uh, I got a few for sure. So Jamar, I'll let you kick it off. Yeah. And what are some things that are bringing you joy? And that you're getting enjoyment out of. Yeah. So um, shout out to the Nadia Bowles Weber. She's got an amazing sub stack. She does this occasional uh, blog called uh, Stuff I'm Into. And she just talks about stuff she's into. So I've been thinking along those lines and like stuff I'm into. The first one, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because I've talked about it a lot already. It's in the last Cultural Artifacts. Formula One Racing. Okay. Uh, Tyler's rolling his eyes anyway. No, I didn't roll my eyes. I did not roll my eyes. Don't lie on me. I didn't roll my eyes. Uh, I got into it because just like all Americans did with the Formula One Drive to Survive Netflix series, it was very well done as a series in terms of production. It was highly tense, edge of your seat competition. And that's what I like about Formula One is the layers of competition. So you have the competition between teams. There's only 10 teams. They have two drivers and two cars each. So there's 20 cars in a race, but there's only 10 teams. So there's a competition between teams to be number one of course but there's also tiers like there are some some teams that are just always going to be in the top three right but then it's a really tight battle for the mid-tier levels right and even if you're a sort of a bottom tier team trying to creep up and get higher and higher uh because of what that means for points and attention and all of that stuff that the quality of driver you can get blah 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 that's one level of competition the other level of competition is within and against the teams it's the engineering Hmm. it is fascinating how tweaking one tiny part on like the front left wing can make a difference in the speed and your your points and all of that so there's that level of competition then there's the level of competition internally there's two drivers right and there's there's always other drivers that are trying to become the two there's always somebody else trying to gun for that spot they're always trying to be the primary uh, uh driver in a team you're you're always trying to get the renewed contract they're typically one two three years they're not long right um and it's a very athletic sport right like you're dealing with g-forces very high temperatures you're racing flat out for two plus hours and it's not a loop you know it's a circuit so there's different turns it's fascinating and then you start to get into all the technicalities of it the different tires they use the strategy for the tire it's gonna be a one-stop or a two-stop race all of this stuff right here's the one thing i love about it as well it is a multi-day affair so just like we look forward to that two-hour race wasn't enough no (laughs) i love it that is the cherry on top Think this about how I the feel about Andor. I gotta get. I gotta wait eight hours to get into it. Like when that joint Y'all gonna kick ridiculous. off? When it gonna hit? Here's the thing. When it gonna hit, bro? Just like, like the tell me when it gonna hit. Of your favorite basketball episode five, team episode six, or better yet, <laughs> the the football, the, uh, like a football game, because there's only you know 13, 15, 16 games a season, right? The anticipation that goes into that, and it's just this one afternoon. You get that all weekend with Formula One. So you have practice I don't practice want it races. all weekend. You do if you get a team. Lewis Hamilton, the only black driver, winningest driver in history. Like, it's fun now, Lewis Hamilton watch. is dope. Lewis Hamilton is dope. But Jamar swear he Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> like, you can't I tell Jamar. I swear Jamar. I'm Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> 
Uh, but he I should like, come I, on the show. I, yeah, he should come on the show. That would be a good. That would be a good episode. I like that though, Jabbar. Anyway, I, Ryan I Gentry, our video producer, he gets it, and that's all I need. It, absolutely, just need I, one believer. I have enjoyed the Netflix show. I have enjoyed the Netflix show. I, I will admit that it's not my thing to follow. And y'all be getting up early in the morning for oh my it and everything. So yes. like what, like three, four in the morning? It depends on where they are, but I've gotten up as early as like five AM. Wow. To watch to watch it yes. for two and a half hours? Yeah. Okay. All right, man. man hey, Dedication. That's it's that's also good, international. Though. So it's not like NASCAR culture, like yeah, we're gonna wave good. the Confederate flag. It's not no, that at all. This is very this is more like James Bond cosmopolitan high class, which is also elitist, but it's interesting. <laughs> anyway, it's very interesting. Hey, you, capitalism. you check yourself, you check yourself, at least. It's cool, man. <laughs> we all got one thing that we get into. Uh, I get it. I get it. What you got, man? What you got? All right, so one thing I have to admit to you, I, I don't really know if uh I think you were there when I said this, but man, I'm I'm a gamer now, bro. Really? Yeah, like I'm a gamer. Laptop computer kind of thing or a game system or what? PS5. Man. Wow. I'm, I'm a gamer. Wow. I went ahead and and broke into the world. What was the what was the decision point? What put you over the edge? I'm not quite sure, but I think it was that they were in stock. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism, no, but, right, exactly like <laughs> supply and demand. But no, so it so this is interesting. So we were hanging out at the house of two of our members and their family, and so we're hanging out with them. And they had a good pastor. Hey man, they they were cooking a dope meal, so I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> there's perks in this, okay? Good food. And so the. Uh, I was talking to the husband, his name is Joel, and he said, Pastor, uh, you know, uh, let me show you around. So he shows me around, then shows me to his TV room or game room or whatever. I forget what he called it, but it was this huge TV. And I'm like, wow. And I said, I, I saw the PS5. I said, you a gamer? He said, oh, yeah, me and Caleb, me and my son play all the time. I said, oh, okay, Wow. And that TV was so big, I was like, Whoa. I'm gonna need <laughs> I'm gonna need to just see what happens on this TV. Okay. So Cinematic. after after dinner, I said, no, nah, no, nah, y'all play games. Y'all, y'all got some games y'all wanna show me on the thing and this. And so they fired that game up and I said, This is so much fun. And and what I enjoyed about it was the fun that we were having together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I also enjoyed activating a different part of my brain yes, and kind of going in a different direction yes. with my brain, the, the creativity, uh, the, I, I personally enjoy the storyline type of games, but I also enjoy the creative elements of trying to figure something out. Mm-hmm. And so I said, if, and it was, it was funny. I said, man, yeah, you know, the, those PS fives, they go quick. And then Caleb was like, no, I think, I think they got some up, up at the store. Like, I was like, oh, really? Like, they do? I didn't know that. Huh. That's interesting. So I'm like making a note. I'm like, buy one on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've really, I've enjoyed it, man. And it's, it's really beautiful to see the attention to detail. What kind of games are you playing? So I'm playing uh, Spider-Man. Okay. So I'm really enjoying Spider-Man. I started with Miles Morales, but my friend Bradford, shout out to my friend Bradford. He said, you need to play the first one for the storyline and the gadgets. And and so I said, okay, you know, bet, let's do it. I'm playing this samurai game, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I think it's called. That one's really cool. And then um, God of War. Yeah. I know a lot of people going to resonate with all that. The God of War, the narrative is just so beautiful, man. The narrative, father, son, all that. It's just really been... 
Uh, and also, you can tell I didn't play the originals, but from what I'm hearing, he went through a redemption arc. So mm. I'm like, man, this is kind of cool. Like just to see like the whole, you know, him him changing himself away from you know his wild, reckless days and kind of now having to 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 father his son and train his son up. I'm like, that's that's cool, that's you know. Very interesting. And it's and the graphics, everything. I'm just I'm, I I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So all right, so we we share we share one thing. With, with limited judgment and so we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back and share a few more hey family this is tyler burns host of pass the mic and i am so grateful to each one of you for listening and supporting the work that we do here at the witness and on this podcast and i want to encourage you if you have been blessed by anything we have said if you have been encouraged if you've shared the episode thank you but you can take your support a step further and you can support us on patreon.com patreon.com slash pass the mic for just one dollar an episode that's it so that's like four dollars a month that's one cup of coffee per month that's super easy super simple and you can keep this work going we're 10 years in and we want to do another 10 and we need your help patreon.com slash pass the mic we appreciate those of you who are patrons and we appreciate those of you who are going to support All right, Jamar, so we're sharing some things that we enjoy. What is number two for you? I don't know if we're going to do like an official five things, but I mean, what's something else that you're getting enjoyment from? So this is, I think the mild judgment might creep up with this. I don't know. I don't care. I'm, I'm not ashamed. But and this is very of the moment. So so it'll switch in a, a few months. But basically, whenever like I I call it a day with work, which I'm not good about the boundaries yet it's not like i have a strict five o'clock right, cutoff time right. or something but but whenever my brain is fried enough where i'm like i can't be productive anymore today i need brain candy in in the form of like a show that i can just have on not be too invested in namely i can laugh at so right. I, I i love office comedies i love you know these these situational issue comedies right and so the one i'm into right now and i cycle through these because they're you know four five six seasons and then when i get done with one i'll go to the next one the one i'm on now is parks and rec okay yeah, yeah. so did you ever watch I've never watched parks and rec so good Leslie i don't really Nol- watch comedies like that's you might have to convince me for comedies like it's just something it's, about it's, comedies. it's I just, silly and and that's the point right um i mean uh, the only one is Southside. Southside is the one i got into for a little bit okay, but i, I just Southside. i even it, it was a cultural artifact like two years ago for me and i was hbo it, but other than that, I haven't been able to really like get yeah, into it. Yeah, I've done, you know, Parks and Rec. I've done 30 Rock. I've done uh, uh, The Office, Community. of course. Uh, I haven't gotten into Community. I've watched a few episodes. Um, but Parks and Rec is just so fun. It's based off an actual town in Indiana. And, and Leslie Nope is just the most lights out biggest fan of local parks and of her city. Like she's mm. just an ambassador of her little town of of Pawnee, Indiana. But the brilliance of it is just the casting and the ensemble cast that they have. Ron Swanson is one of the most iconic sitcom characters. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, uh April Ludgate uh, is 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 amazing in her deadpan, uh dark humor. Uh this is where this is where um uh 
Star-Lord becomes famous, right? right, right. Like he gets his Chris start Pratt. here. Yeah. Chris Pratt is is actually hilarious as Andy in this. So it's just, a again, you know, brain candy where you can watch it. You can watch the episodes. It's all kinds of ridiculousness. But it's also kind of got that sort of sweet core to it almost mm-hmm. like like season one of ted lasso not quite to that level right, right? right. but but you like ted lasso it, i i liked season one season two was good season three has been hard for all the reasons we've talked about because they're getting real emotional on it but they're doing it well i'm two episodes behind in season three so i do like ted lasso yes i like that okay so but you know, I mean, the the draw and the appeal of Ted Lasso, especially season one, was just like this kind-hearted core to it, this mm-hmm. sweetness, this pureness to it, and I think that's what Parks and Rec's Parks and Rec has to a degree as well. No, that's good. I like that, um, and that's something I I need to get into. I need to get into the to the comedies, the, the lighthearted. You do because I go from heavy to heavy. I like, know, you know, I know. Like, I don't know how you do it. Let's let's go to the wire. You know, like. <laughs> Laughter's good for the soul. You're right. It is. It is. Okay, so here's one that kind of connects to your first one that I just realized okay. over the break that I really do enjoy Open in this season racing? of life <laughs> is go-kart racing. Okay, yeah. see? See? Yeah, I do really enjoy that. And and the reason I say that is because it's something I can do with my kids. Yep. So, you know, we have this tradition of, I think it's every other week we go to this specific place in town. And uh, they have the double go-karts and then they'll let the kids ride with parental supervision, of course. And um, riding with my son and riding with my daughter has been a lot of fun. Uh, Racing my wife, like we'll switch off kids and we'll race, you know, and stuff like that and see who can, you know, who's going to win and, you know. Um, which is me, but you know, those types of things, but you know, that's, we got to get a second opinion on that, but okay. She's not going to listen to the podcast, Um, but, (laughs) but no, it's been, it's been fun because it's like a nature element and you get outside. It's something I do with my family. It's a competitive aspect. It's something physical. You got that good Florida weather. Yeah. Yeah. The Florida weather, like it's really, really been cool to just as something, as even even if it's not necessarily becoming a hobby, it's something mm-hmm. that's bringing me mm-hmm. a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. And so I look forward to every other week when we decide to go to that place. I got to oh, look forward dope. to so it. You got a rhythm to it. Yeah, we got a rhythm, and it's on my off day, and you know nice. the kids the kids anticipate it. And so it's like a a thing that's becoming a little bit of a tradition. And the the meaningful part for me is that's what my dad used to do with me. Oh, cool. So we used to go to the same place. Okay. And ride the same track no, that's and sweet. everything. So now I can do it with my kids. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of a generational tradition, Burns Clan <laughs> tradition. So and that's look, cool. your son or daughter could end up in Formula One. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm coming to grips with the fact that my son is has like zero athletic. Like <laughs> bruh, bruh. I, I know young, it's early. I know it's early, but I'm I'm looking like he'll be running. I'm like, ah I mean, like I, I, I think his I mind feel you because i'm in the same boat but yeah. <laughs> yeah his mind is brilliant like he just retains things so quickly that i'm like that might be your calling uh my daughter he might hates be a gamer yeah he might be honestly yeah. like he i think he could do that my daughter she hates to lose so i feel like she might be an athlete yeah like so i feel like she it might drive her to get better well that's what i was excited about you getting i mean go-kart fits into it too but but uh gaming too because i know you got a competitive spirit you you, you oh, played definitely. sports in high school and all of that so i'm yeah. glad you get to, to scratch that. that itch yeah definitely what about you what's another thing that you're getting into so kind of similar to it uh this one's kind of more wholesome i guess whatever it's not pop culture um we just started doing this but walks with my son 
Yeah. At the end of the day, the other part, uh, in addition to brain candy, is just like physical movement. Yeah, it's huge. Um, and usually at the end of the day, I don't feel like working out. I try to do that in the morning, but I still do like to take a walk, especially after dinner or something. Unless you don't have that heavy meal just sitting there. And I've recently begun taking my son with me. And it's just so interesting how that change in scenery, this physical but not necessarily strenuous activity, we get into such different conversations. He's 12 mm. now. And so we can actually have some some good conversations. And I'm He's just 12. Amazed. Yeah, bro. He was he was going to come uh to the recording, but he changed his mind at the last minute. Wow. He's almost literally almost as tall as me, which isn't saying much, but it's it's getting there. That is not saying much. Um, at all. Here we go. I didn't need I didn't need an underline for that. I didn't need an amen for that. Um, I'm just affirming what you said. <laughs> I didn't need it. I'm amen in truth. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> So I I think it's something about being outdoors. Uh, it's just me and him. Um, it's really, really wholesome. And it's so easy. It doesn't cost money. It only takes time. Hmm. And he hasn't said no yet. You know, usually he loses interest pretty quickly. And so I think there's, I hope it's a bonding time for him too, because it, it definitely is for me. So we've enjoyed that just to look at, different houses and plants and see what you know people out walking their dogs and and just neighborhood life and and it's been a long time since since we could do that because we just moved to uh, a new city and 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 we have the opportunity to do that and it's just one of the the small blessings that come with it that's awesome man that's a, and that it's probably really interesting to see what he notices mm -hmm. to see what he sees my goodness. And that's that always fascinates me what our kids pick up and yes. what they see and yes. what I wouldn't really even Dude, he's so into birds about. right now. He's wow. like, what kind of bird is that? What kind of bird is that? I'm like, uh yeah, that's the uh, <laughs> yellow spotted warbler uh okay, native could, to this area. Could, just get into spotting, bro. Like that might be a thing, bro. It might, might be. A be. Thing. Yeah. So, that's cool. I like that, man. What else you what else are you into? Um yeah, so I guess this is number 3 for me. I would say and it's something I've been into for a minute, but that's cooking, man. Yes. Like definitely cooking. And let me shout out your cooking skills. We were on a podcast retreat and you cooked for us, especially your mac and cheese. I did. I did. And a lot of people have been like, when are you going to cook the mac and cheese and all this? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the people I, want it. Nah. But so uh, uh, unlikely that you'll ever <laughs> get that. Look, this could be your meal ticket in a literal way. You put that recipe together, you freeze it, you know. I don't know if it's you, that good. You put it in grocery stores. I don't know if it's stores. that good, Doc. Tyler going to be funding good. this whole thing soon. Hey, I'll, I receive it. I receive <laughs> it. But I enjoy it. It's, it's uh, beautiful at the end of a, a long, stressful day. Mm -hmm. I was telling our executive producer, Bo, that, you know, the stress of – you know, not just life, but then, you know, ministry and pastoring and leadership, you go kind of from stress to stress. Yes. And so at the end of the day, you kind of harboring that, carrying that, you have to let that go. Mm -hmm. You have to move physically. You have to um, have hobbies, have releases, things like that. And so um, uh, cooking has been a big part of that for me. And just really, it's also been a way of challenging myself because cooking, there's so many different factors, right? So it's not something you can necessarily predict. And so it's less of a, like, you win or lose a game, right? Mm -hmm. like, so you play a game, you win or you lose. Mm -hmm. You know, you pass or you, you know, have to respawn or whatever it is, right, in gaming. But in cooking, 
it's like there's so many different iterations. Like you can be so creative with what it and it may be good, but a little too salty. It may be, you know, good, but a little bit too sweet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just Mm -hmm. playing with it activates more of that creativity and also more of the eye to see that's not right. That doesn't look right. Are you You the kind of cook who like you focus on one dish until you get it to where you think it's like just the best recipe or are you constantly trying you know going different dishes different directions yeah i i have a rotation of things i'm trying to learn but for so number one is functional for a family right (laughs) so i want to i want to cook some things that like my kids like that is they have to be in some way shape or form quick for my Mm -hmm. family right um but then i i also do want to build up a staple of recipes so that i can be a good host Mm, like that's a big thing for me it's like being a big host uh, a good host so that people when they come into our space they they have something that they can enjoy so at our church we have something called champions and the champions are those who are above 60 Mm, and so we're having um it's ironically next week we're having that at the time of this recording we're having a champions mixer (laughs) and so i'm actually cooking for all the champions is this like a speed dating for no, it's just older? it's a mixer, bro. Like it's <laughs> like, just it's a thing. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. It's just like a, you know, pastoral, like come on, bro. Like you know, the mixer. It's not like a, a meal or potluck or you know, a, a banquet. <laughs> but a potluck, you think you're gonna get a whole bunch of food. If you say a banquet, you think it's gonna be fancy. If you listen, you gotta understand church dynamics. Mixer. Y'all don't get it's, your expectations. It's a mixer now. Like and we'll have a little you bit. You know, we mixing, but that's it. Okay. <laughs> But so I'm I'm actually cooking for the mixer, so it's very interesting. Dang, like, but so like when, for a lot of people, you're cooking. Yeah, I think it's probably gonna be like dynamic. 25 yeah. or something like yeah. that. It'll be like 25. So it's it'll be good for me to you know test myself and see like what's this gonna look like saying, and how's it gonna feel. And cooking so for a crowd is different. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really am, and uh, we'll see. You know, by the time of this recording. I will see if they have survived. Uh, when I <laughs> said it, like good. there wasn't like if I was expecting. Survived. I was expecting when they said when I said it, they're like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, really? It was not like, <laughs> <laughs> dog. I said it, and they were like, "Yeah." <laughs> well, you know, black folk and food, like yeah, you got to like, you gotta okay. prove yourself. Like yeah. they kind of looked around. They were like, "Okay, like he gonna go to Publix." <laughs> 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 no, nah. you got to do it one good time and then you'll never be able to get out of it. Right. No, but, that's, I actually want yeah. to do that. I think that's really good. And then I, I, I do want to have these staples, right? Like all the pastas, like the staple pasta dishes, nice. you know, the cacio pepe, the fettuccine, the, you know, spaghetti, the, you know, those types of things. Yeah. Those, those typical like pasta dishes and, you know, your meats, your desserts, you know, key lime pie, pecan pie, chocolate chip cookies, you know, those types of things. I, I just want to, and those are things that I, I make and bake and cook. And so I just want to actually, man, I love them. it, bro. Okay. I'm going to pop up one day. Do it, bro. Like, I mean, I, bro, I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> um, okay. My next one is this is your last one, right? Real quick. Uh, well, it's number four, but, uh, going to the actual movies. Okay. The actual like movie theater, so like movie real movie experience, exactly. Like Nicole Kidman, <laughs> we come exactly. to this place. They'll tell you, <laughs> no, nah, they'll tell you. Listen, I I know it's a meme. 
a buddy standing up and saluting, I stand up and salute. The team will tell you that when Nicole Kidman came on that screen, I stood up and saluted Nicole Kidman. We come to this place. Wow, boy. You wild. Isn't it has become an iconic kind of uh, part of the theater experience. For yeah, some. like her looking up in disbelief at the, the movies. She's like, wow, As movies. if she hasn't acted you know, for 40 right? years. It's like, what? Um <laughs> But but it's on two levels, right? We were we were prevented uh, effectively from going to the movies for yeah. like two years because of COVID. So, you know, there's a big gap in that experience. And we had some incredible films to come out in that um, time period that we just didn't get the full cinematic experience. But also, again, with the move from a rural to an urban environment, it used to take us an hour and a half just to get to the theater. That's right, bro. Plus the two, two and a half hours at the movies. Bro, then that's the an all-day effect. Exactly. Whoa. So we would get to maybe two or three a year, right? Wow. So now we have a theater, you know, we can get to in 10 minutes. And when a new movie comes out, we went to see what Guardians of the Galaxy three the second day. And the only reason we went the second day is because I didn't want to deal with the crowds the first day. So it, it's just nice, you know. And then it's I such typically, like a, it's such a small thing. I didn't want to deal with the crowds. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's like yes, that I feel that on a molecular level. Like I feel that, bro. Like I resonate deeply. I go to the matinee. It don't have to be at night. I don't care. You know, I just want to get the big screen, the sound. I always get the popcorn. This is not healthy. Popcorn, hot dog, and Skittles. And the Skittles go great with the popcorn, the sweet and the salty. And it's just the experience. Wow. It's the aesthetic yeah. experience of it all. Um, and so and so that's been really fun. No, that's really good. I enjoyed it. Are you are you do you do the the subscription, like the movie subscription? I did. I just yeah. I've never done that in my entire it's life, good, man. It's going oh, to you, it's wow. going to bless you. It's, it's like twenty percent off at the theater for yeah. the for the food. You get a free ticket every month. It's wild. Oh, so you get a free ticket every month? Yeah, and it rolls okay. over. No, that's that's dope. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm doing movie one pass. Well. <laughs> okay, so you're doing the movie pass. Okay, but but uh, we'll talk. We'll talk after. Uh, <laughs> nah. So I guess I guess my last one. If we run in short on time, um, so this is interesting, man. Uh, when I was, yeah, at Christmas, at Christmas, one of uh, our band at the church is really incredible, great guys, and um, also very skilled musicians. Like, they travel and, and play with some pretty big names. Mm. And just getting to know them has been really cool because they're, I think I like music, but they like it, understand it. Mm you know, know the details, like everything. And they're, you know, one of their big things is who's your favorite artist? And I'll, I'll tell them, you know, like, Oh, have you heard this song and this song? Oh, you need to go and, and look up on YouTube the time when he was in Sweden and oh, he was like, he was playing and, and go to the hour and five minute mark. And then he's like, <laughs> nee, 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 nee. And, and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how do y'all like, so how I am with preachers is like uh, how they are uh -huh. with their craft. Very right. Good. And so one of them is a guy named Joe, and he plays uh, lead guitar. And so Joe, for Christmas, surprised me with a uh, vinyl record player. No. And yeah, so he gave, me a, he gave me a vinyl record player for Christmas and also gave me a um, a record. And he gave me Jay Dilla, oh, the nice. Donuts album. I remember you talking and about so, Jay Dilla. Yeah, Jay Dilla, the Jay Dilla vinyl. And it has been so cool to just appreciate music on a different level. Mm. I hear things I've never heard before. Mm. I'm 
processing and kind of seeing particulars and seeing, you know, those special notes and also the the classic moments, they hit different on vinyl. So like those classic moments, um, I think on Dilla's album is Donut of the Heart, Time, the Time. Like so when that comes on, like it comes on really quick and and Dilla's it's just beats where uh, donuts is just beat, so it's like uh, maybe a minute fifteen each one, or a minute thirty. So it's not long, mm-hmm. and so right as that opening riff hits, it hits totally different on vinyl. How does it sound different on vinyl? It's like a much more rich sound. Mm. Um, it doesn't feel like a lot of times with your headphones, it feel like maybe like overtly loud. Mm. It, it feels like vinyl kind of if you get the right speakers it really accentuates like what's happening in the original recording process. Uh, So it's accentuate. It feels fuller. Yeah. It feels um, like warm, like way so much texture in it. And I didn't think I would ever get into it. I would be like, ah, man, you know, like what's the difference between vinyl and my headphones? Like what's the difference? And I'm like, Oh no, it's a big difference. Uh (laughs) So like now, you know, Getting D'Angelo records. And, okay. You know what I'm saying? You're really tapping into your old soul right here. I see you in a like. Oh, D'Angelo's a like, comfort, yeah, yeah. Comfortable chair. You got your oh, little sure. trick next to you. The lights are dim. Oh, for sure. You're yeah. just listening. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. The <laughs> D'Angelo, the. Now I got to get Fred Hammond's uh, Pages oh, of Life on amazing. vinyl. That would be amazing. So I, I, now I'm having these. Uh, and so I'm like, man, I have these competing. Uh, hobbies now so i need to be careful like i got my games and my vinyl and everything i'm like ah it's getting out of control but nah man that's been cool and i yo shout out to joe for for blessing me but then beyond that it's really cool to hear music in a different way i like that and good, um, yeah these things are incredible there's other things i talk about i didn't even get to talk about my anime and yeah yeah you know, all that but i'm enjoying this season of life and i think this season of life has been far more basic yeah, For me, the simple things. The simple things have meant so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also life doesn't, I, I think the enjoyment is in the simple. Really you know? is. And Henry Nowen talks about this in ministry, but talks about the pressure to be spectacular, you know? And I think there's also this this intrinsic level of the pressure to have a spectacular life. Yeah. The and some life that's life. like, ah, oh, you know, like, shh, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're jet setting over here and now, you know, we highlight real life, buy out these shops and, you know, eat these fancy meals. And really it's a highlight. Real life isn't oh. real life. Ooh, now that's fire. <laughs> Hold up. I got to give you your flowers while you're still here to receive them. That's fire. <laughs> Did y'all just hear that, man? Did you hear? Real and real? Okay. Das. I'm sitting here next to a preacher. That's it. Wow. Realize, realize he's realized, man. Wow. That is fire. <laughs> See, now I don't know if he's going to be serious. I got realize, realize, Y'all ever that poem? That poem is a lot. Anyway, we're having too much fun. But I'm saying like just the whole idea of having a spectacular life. I think it's, it's less of that is... It's going out with my kids and my family. It's cooking a meal. It's, you know, playing a fun game. It's mm. listening to great music. Mm. Like, that's what it's about. A life that can truly be enjoyed, savored, that you can play and have beauty and wonder and awe. And I think that's a life that not only is enjoyable for us, but I think it's a life that to connect that, connect back to the earlier story, I think it's a life that makes God smile. It's not only a life we deserve it's a life we need 
Amen.